Hi guys, this is Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of Naya Beauty. Today, my guest on Naya Unfiltered is Marcus Molinari, the serial restaurateur and socialite. You've seen his pictures in magazines rubbing shoulders with the hottest celebrities in Hollywood and hosting the swankiest parties. Today, he talks with me about self-reflection when there are no more parties and the phone stops ringing. Join me now for my chat with Marcus Molinari on Naya Unfiltered. Enjoy. so happy that you're able to make it today. So, you know, I always talk about beauty and people's different concept of beauty. And so I kind of want to hear what your concept of beauty is. Um, well, I kind of think that, you know, once you, I, I think the concept of beauty is uh, being able to like find that within yourself. And when you have like peace in yourself, you can radiate that beauty, you know, when, Especially when I know that um, when I've been rested or I know that I'm centered is when people most uh, compliment me on my skin or glow is what they say. And I think that comes from within, you know, I think that really does. And so I've been, you know, watching your stories and it seems as though you've been, you know, kind of meditating and and mm -hmm. um, breathing and listening to Deepak Chopra. And so does that help you with your centering and grounding? Definitely. Um, with everything that's going on with the world recently, I was, you know, I would catch myself on uh, social media or looking at the news for so long. Like I was, I would notice the time and I'm like, how did 45 minutes go by or three hours? And like, I would just start throwing my phone because then I was, and it was mostly recycled stuff, <clears throat> you know, recycled news, the same thing, or are waiting to hear something like within the election, things like that, that kind of stress. So when I find myself getting sort of going down that rabbit hole, I turn to just having positive things around and I just have him playing throughout the house from morning throughout the day um, because I'll walk by and catch something and it may be something that I was thinking about or needed an answer from the universe. And uh, so, yes, it, it does help with all of this, just to have a positive sort of um, mantra in your ear. So it's like because of the pandemic and people, and you're in LA, right? And having to lock down and, and having curfews so you say that you surround yourself with positive things. Like what else is positive for you that you, weren't, you wouldn't be able to surround yourself because of the pandemic? Well, I guess traveling more. Like I, it really feeds my soul to like um, be in different cultures and uh, surrounded by different people. And I'm really um, a social person. So um, this has really taught me a different side of myself. And, you know, I was getting a lot of messages before and they're like, I bet this is really hard for you. And I was like, well, you know, I own a restaurant and that's mostly like work and a, and a nightclub. And for me, that's work. And my close friends know that like the real me is, uh, I like to be alone, but I never got that those moments before. Mm -hmm. So finding that part of myself again, I've really cherished and, and, um, I think that's been the plus side of all of this is, uh, you know, once you kind of 
accept the realization of like everything's crumbling down right then you're able to build yourself back up from there and that took a moment you know it was it was really hard in the beginning and then I, and you know being down or depressed is not a natural state for me and so i i had to really look at myself and be like this isn't you mm-hmm. now what now what have we done before to get out of this and that's just you know getting uh eating healthier and just making better choices for me and it really pulls me out of that and um yeah so you mentioned that you own restaurants and it's a restaurant nightclub but you're also a jewelry designer yeah so, you know um how did you get into that business well, um, from a very, really, now that I just thought about it, a memory popped in my head, uh, like at sixth grade, um, I was, I had one of those jewelry kits and I was making like bracelets and earrings with beads and stuff. And I would sell them to like my mom's office or like, you know, uh, neighboring offices. And so I started selling jewelry at a really young age. And, um, I guess the love for jewelry probably was like, cause I used to always have to clean my mom's vanity and organize her stuff. I don't know if I had to or if that was just like my OCD, <laughs> but I remember doing it a lot and I would wear like put on all of her jewelry and really love, you know, that feeling of just like jazzing things up. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Taylor, you know, right. kind of like what she, she does for, for every, these have always brought me luck, um, her, her uh, campaign. But um, so it started off as a really young age. And then um, I started getting into acting and theater and stuff. And that's one of the main reasons why I moved to LA for film school, but I missed the creative side. So I started making these um, like vintage coins and having them dipped in gold, like francs and stuff like that, old Italian coins, and then uh, selling them at a boutique. And and then I moved away from fashion for a minute. And then I, I met my partner now, uh, Jason of Beverly Hills. And he was like, I was like, I've been wanting to do a line. I can't stop thinking about it. And I didn't know exactly what that would be. And then one of my friends said, well, you've already started this blog called Marcus is the Drug. Why don't you go off of that? And the reason why I called it Marcus is the Drug is because um, Salvador Dali is one of my favorite artists. And he says, I don't do drugs, I am the drug. You know, so he would, um, it's mostly a play on words of like, my thought was, you know, addiction to this blog or addiction to jewelry. And so I did a a drug addiction themed um, uh, jewelry line was my first line and it, it had a pill pendant and a razor blade diamond necklace. And in the beginning, I got a lot of like, oh, you're promoting drug use. And, and that wasn't where my original thought was, it, you know, and it come from a quote that was an inspiration for my writing that led to like, let's keep it all in like a cohesive kind of creative space. And it, like, that was a little like, I was like, I don't wanna do that. And kind of letting those other people's thoughts Tender my creativeness and for a moment and but then I would get also other messages of like doctors that um you know work in a specific field and like 
uh, or live with diabetes because I had a syringe necklace and they're like, I live with a syringe every day. And when I saw your necklace, you made it to something beautiful. It helped save my life. And that meant something different for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then later, much later on in life, you know, like 10 years later, you know, uh, Christian Louboutin came out with the pill um, clutch. And then I think Jeremy Scott had like pills and not saying this was, you know, people have used um, this kind of design before, but then I was just thinking how it was more acceptable when a bigger known designer does it. Like Dior had their attic makeup line, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. And I was like, oh, well, so a big brand can do it. But like, if I do it, it's like, you're promoting drugs. Right. And so that was interesting. So yeah, I've been in, I've been in um, jewelry design for uh, quite some time and um, with my restaurant and stuff, uh, it, it hasn't allowed me to create new, new collections, but I've, I still draw and sketch and stuff. So I'm ready for Do something. Do you think that's new. what brought you to the scene, your jewelry collection? <clears throat> um, I think my jewelry, my, it, was a, it was just sort of the Renaissance person inside of me that I think brought me to, to the scene. Um, just a, sort of naturally being drawn to people. I just love making connections and stuff like that. So now you're in the restaurant business and that, um, how do you express your creativity now if it's not through jewelry? How else oh, do you express your Yeah, d- And so that's a great part. That's a great question because um, I thought about that a lot and not to like harp on Salvador Dali, but he did so many other things than just painting or sculptures. He was a writer, he was um, a filmmaker. And so I thought, am I getting away from my creative process, you know, with this restaurant? Stuff? But I, one, always loved food and have always dreamt of having a restaurant. Um, but what it allows me now to do is um, creatively design a space where okay. people are, where people feel safe and one inspired to just have a good time and let loose. And then, and then for me, what I do, and I'm not sure if, if you've seen some of my crazier outfits, but I get to be and wear and create sort of um, this persona of when I go out to my own places and I feel safe doing it there where I can create these like kind of uh, embellished looks, you know? Right, it's like, it's so, like um, vintage Elton John, right? How Elton yeah. John would come out with like these outlandish, creative Yeah, outfits, definitely. You know, to fit his mood or the persona that he wanted to be on stage. And that's, and that's how I kind of start off every night. I'm like, who do I want to be tonight? <laughs> and, and then I can do that. And because I do have a space that's mine, I feel safe doing that. Do I necessarily feel safe doing it at, um, in LA, we, we live in sort of a more accepting bubble, but other places I just, I don't. And, and so I'm happy to create a space for more people to just be able to just be comfortable, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you talk about creativity and one thing that I found out about you, what I thought was so interesting and I loved was that, and tell me if this is true, that you love Bruce Lee. Obsessed. Obsessed. And I'm, I love Bruce Lee. And so what I get out of Bruce Lee is discipline, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And so do you find that care, you know, that trait in yourself? Because even though creative is like, you know, expressing yourself and being able to be Definitely. taking risk and wild, but there still is also a discipline to it, right? Right. There's a center, you know, um, yes. And, you know, at a very young age, I found Bruce Lee and I found his, um, his martial arts book that he wrote, you know, The Art of Jit Kune Lee. Jikun, yeah, I think that's it. Um, I know I was I was like eleven, <laughs> but I, I I recently found that book again, my okay. old book, and I started reading it, and it is a lot about discipline and disciplining yourself, and spirit and vibrations. All of that is in there that I didn't even know that I had already given that to myself at a young age, because I didn't really probably know I wanted like more of the martial arts part of that. But I did give myself that center and I did give myself that discipline because that's who I am now. And so rereading that many years later, I was like, oh, that's why I'm like a certain way or, you know, this is where I get it from that I hadn't even realized. Right. So it's kind of like with this pandemic, I know it's hard to find the silver lining, but it seems as though you're able to tap in and rediscover your certain parts of yourself that exactly. maybe you had yeah. not ignored, but forgotten. Forgotten, so yeah. It's almost like welcoming an old friend. So mm -hmm. what parts do you think that you've rediscovered that you want to keep or parts of yourself that you're like, you know what, I don't like this, then I want to get rid of this or cleanse out? I think that um, the part that I do want to keep is I recently started getting back along with my meditation um, and starting my day off, you know, sort of uh, being able to center myself. I want to keep that. I want that to be my priority first. Mm -hmm. Then grabbing my phone and checking my Instagram um, and give my time that, you know, there's plenty of, there's times throughout your day where you're just sitting in a car or something that you can check that. But when you're home and, and this is the time to do it, this is what I want to keep uh, for my mornings, at least, or starting my day. Mm -hmm. and 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 continue martial arts because I think that really um really keeps a drive in me like really I'm so disciplined when I practice and the things that I think I can get rid of is just saying no more yeah now it's become really easy to just say because I would say yes to every event every hosting someone's birthday Mm -hmm. and hosting all my friends birthdays and now I, I need to say no because I need time for the rest of the, the things that I want right yoga the the meditating book reading even like all of those things so you know just kind of um saying yes to myself and no to spreading myself too thin is that's kind of the thing cool I, I mean yeah. you this time has allowed us all to kind of just sit still when you were busy and running around and, you know, um, with your restaurant and your social events, like what did you do to recharge yourself? Also Deepak um, would play kind of constantly. So like in my house, um, you know, there were, I, I didn't really, have, I never had people over in my house because of um, being at events so much, I needed my house to be my sanctuary. Mm -hmm. So when in the morning and all of that, throughout that time, that would be my time to like play those things. It's, you know, sometimes you just had so many things 
when that was going, that you would miss those things. So I would have to just sort of, sometimes it, I never got to center myself. And even to this point, like right before COVID hit, um, my friend, I'm, I'm staying at my friend's uh, vacation home uh, at the moment, luckily, um, he'd offered it to me. And he said, Marcus, I know how hard you work. I know uh, your lifestyle and um, you just don't stop. And I wanna offer this house to you. Um, and I thought, thank you so much. But in my head, I thought, when would I ever do that? When would I get the chance? It, was, yeah. it wasn't a sincere, like, I'm going to take you up on it. I knew that I would never go. And really? so when COVID hit, I, I, yeah, because I have, I have a friend that uh, has a place here as well. And it just, it's every day, you know, when you have a restaurant, it's constant, it's your employees, it's events. And there's a lot of back planning. You know, a lot of people may assume uh, that I just arrived to the party, but there's, we're dealing with vendors, we're dealing with production and, there's whole days that go on before the party starts. And so, um, yeah, I just never thought, like I have my birthdays at the club. I, there's never like all of the things that usually, and, the, and those are special, you know, to be able to celebrate that there, but it wasn't time really for myself. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. And then COVID hit literally three weeks later. And I said, is it available now? <laughs> <laughs> and then two weeks into it and, it, and it was, and he was very, he was, you know, the most generous and what a great um, space to be able to deal with all the things that were going to happen right after that. Right. And, you know, and a couple of weeks later, I was like, I don't have a plan. And um, luckily he said, you know, I just want you to be safe and um, stay where you are. So luckily I had that place to find myself and, 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 and be alone with myself. Cause I think the, the hecticness of LA and Los Angeles and all of that, I don't know if I would have found it immediately or, or as soon as I needed it. Yeah. And so I'm very thankful to, um, to have done that. So have you found new joy? Are you finding new joy? Mm -hmm. I really am. Um, um, new joy with myself. Like I, you know, play either like French music for myself and just kind of create an atmosphere that that will be enjoyable that I know that I'm going to love and are taking time and taking baths, like all of those things that I that would give me anxiety before a little bit because I didn't have the time. And to be able to release time and not let it control you because now there's nothing you can do, really. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was hard to not do nothing. And um, so that's been really great. Like, like really, really great. I, I've really enjoyed time with myself or reading books or listening to podcasts that are like um, motivational. Like recently, I... Yesterday, I just discovered, um, uh, I think his name is Bob Rush. He, you know, he was talking about um, having sort of a fast paced life and slowing down. So being able to like find these little different things to relate to and then positively change. Mm -hmm. I, I like, I'm just completely feeding off of it right now. 
So you're um, a very public person, you know, in the sense of like posting frequently on Instagram and then um, frequently being profiled in magazines and, and, um, and in pictures. Um, do you think that there's something about you that would surprise others? Like they think that they know you, but they really don't. I think it's the, um, I think it's the, that I actually like being alone moment. As much as I do love connecting with people, like I said, a lot, like I, like, I think I mentioned it before, I would, I was getting texts being like, are you okay? And I'm like, I mean, like everyone else, it's, you know, not great for my industry, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm centering. But I don't think people know that I do do that, you know, Yeah. that I, that I have those tools and awareness, um, which is okay. Um, I'm fine with that. But, uh, but, uh, you know, just, I think that, yeah, that's a major surprise for people because I think they just assume that I'm just the party guy or, Right. Or, you know, yeah, the one that just dresses up crazy. Butterfly and that you're one dimensional, but it's like, yeah, read that like you love Bruce Lee. It's like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Or that I was a commercial fisherman in Alaska. Mm -hmm. When I was 16, I went with my Taekwondo master. He picked one student every year and we went in full on like the deadliest catch. That was my life. Like I was just thrown into like covered in salmon guts and parts every single day. See, no, no. Like, you know, when you look at these articles and magnets, like it's the parties and the rest. Yeah, it's all fashion. And the fashion and the jewelry. Mm -hmm. And here you you were like, you know, gutting fish and out gutting of Gutting fish, yeah. Yeah, that would be, and you know, totally surprising. Living with no electricity. You know, and that was a three month thing. So this, you know, when, you know, first it was like down, you know, you get down because of the business that you build up and the, and, you know, the friendships that you get with your employees and, and to have them go through hardship was, you know, I feel like being an empath, those things affect me. So that brought me down a little bit, but then I'd remind myself who I was and I'm like, you're a survivor. And right. when I got to Alaska, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was, you know, being sort of a teenage city boy. Now, all of a sudden, no electricity, no any of that. And I told myself in my head, because it, well, then we didn't have like cell phones to call out or kind of thing like that. And it was in the middle of nowhere. I said, survive. And I kept saying to myself, survive. And because I love animals and things like that, it was really hard in the beginning to, you know, untangle all those fish and hurt like I felt hurting and I had to shut that off mm -hmm. and every once in a while I would uh, you know like those salmon are this big you can't help but think they're like sort of beings and one would catch my eye and I'd be like and I would throw one over the edge and, and my taekwondo master was like no 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 and I was like oh it's a floater yeah it's like I don't know it was it looked like it was poisoned anyway so yeah yeah and so like, I did have to shut that part of myself off to be able to do it, but I could do it to survive. And so this, when this happened, I was like, all right, well, let's survive this. Yeah. Like, however we have to do it. And so I think people would be really shocked to know that I was a commercial fisher. Yeah, that's, that's kind of shocking. That's like, oh, that's something new. I mean, you got jewelry, restaurateur, and then fisherman. <laughs> 
but also yeah. activist seems yeah. to be linked to you. Now, how long has activist been linked to you, like this title? Well, I think that for me, um, as a young kid growing up with a single mom, um, there was programs that were set in place. Like at Christmas, someone would come and, you know, they weren't elaborate books, but just a child to get any kind of anything, at least for me and, and my upbringing. So there was, and, and the, I'm like, who are these people? They're so cool. They just brought us presents. And it would be like, you know, a book or like, you know, maybe socks or something, but so cool to a kid that wasn't getting anything at the time. So I think about those moments and how it made me feel so, um, so it, it really, uh, if I see a cause or I see a person, I think that, I think that we need to use our platforms in social media because you see, you know, a lot of people, it's just, and, and, and not any fault of their own. This is just what speaks to me is just pictures of themselves. And yes, it is their space. But for me, I, I think now that I have a platform that I have to use that to boost other people. So I'm constantly, if I see a friend that got a job or got something that they're celebrating, I want to repost it and celebrate them as well mm -hmm. and give that support back. And right now I'm wearing um, Every Human, which is uh, for Human Rights Day on December 10th. And that is a one run kind of thing. You, everyone can, you can sign up at onerun.org and you can get your own group together and it's all about running in sort of this solitary hour on December 10th and you can run or whatever your physical capabilities are. You can just walk or get together. Um, it just, we need to remind ourselves that we're all in this together, you know? Right. And when did you realize the moment that you had a power to influence that, you know, when you're talking about your platform and if you see a cause, um, that speaks to you and resonates that, you know, like you, you want to highlight it or something or bring awareness to it. Like, when did you realize that moment that you actually had the power to influence? Well, I think there was like, um, there was moments where I've always, yes, tried to dip my toe in helping, but then you would leave the place and then sort of never go back. And, and sometimes I would think about that you know, you go to like charity events that were fun and like you get drinks and you hang out with celebrities and things like that. And I thought, but then what? Mm. And um, that kind of like sat with me for a while. And I'm like, oh, what a great night. But then wait, we have to go back to that charity. We have to like check up on them, right? And a lot of times it didn't happen. And a lot of times I wouldn't. And I would, and I would think about like, oh wait, I just, promoted this charity people did come and people did pay money but I didn't follow up mm -hmm. and and um and that didn't that wasn't okay with me um so then my partner got me involved in with Imagine LA that helps families homeless families sort of get a chance to reset themselves and watching my partner the way he worked so hard to get this uh, charity up and going and then other charities that he was involved with it really made me want to stick around and pick what spoke to me you know and I and decided like well I'm not necessarily going to do go for his charities yes I do feel a passion for all things mm -hmm. you have to really pick and 
something that you're going to stick with. You know, I think that really speaks to you. Maybe it's because a family member was affected by a certain situation. But I think that that was that for me. And, and the LGBTQ community is something that I really can um, stick with because it's my community. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like to be um, a child that wasn't accepted and wasn't allowed to be themselves for many years. And, and that really hurts to think that there's other kids out there like that. And not knowing it, I didn't know anyone was like me. Mm-hmm. for the longest time and and when I first moved to LA I remember driving on Santa Monica Boulevard and I had my pickup truck like this 1989 pickup truck people can't imagine it sometimes but I saw two guys holding hands and I almost wrecked my car <laughs> because they, I'd never seen it before never seen that before no and I'm like 18 I just moved here and I was like what's that oh in public <laughs> I was, and then this, a couple of years later, I remember driving by with my mom and she looked over at the Starbucks and she said, wow, there's a lot of men at that Starbucks. Do you think they're all gay? In West Hollywood. In West Hollywood. And she's like, do you think they're all gay? I was like, mom, do you want to get out and ask them all? (laughs) Because, you know, she came from a really religious background and so did I. And, And so then, you know, we had to break down all of those walls and stuff. But it started off very slowly and it was, it was shocking to me. And so I think awareness and having LGBTQ voices, LGBTQIA voices. Adding yeah, yes, yeah. Right? Sorry. Yeah, my own bad. Um, I think, you know, having that in the media and having um, any sort of that uh, in, in our social media, let's repost our friends and, and, all of those kind of things, because whoever is reading it at the time may not see something, but then if they see someone that's just like them, mm-hmm. they can have a connection and know that they're not alone. It and seems so, like times are all about empowerment, right? Yeah, definitely. Like feeling, um, your own power and helping others with discovering that they have power because yeah. they're disenfranchised and, and especially these you know, tumultuous political times. It's really about empowerment. So I think people are really want to help right now. Yeah. I think they just need guidance. And I've, I've been talking to a lot of like different brands and sponsors and my like, people want to help. And if you just tell them where to go and what to do, they'll do it. People want it more than ever. They want a connection, especially being alone for so long. Yeah. 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 So it's like, how do you re-enter society, right? Like, right. That, um, the Jodie Foster movie when she was like, you know, stuck in like the mountains and she couldn't speak. And then she had to like, they said, Oh, now. Society. Now, yes. <laughs> so I love Jodie Foster. I'm, re- I'm rewatching, or I'm not rewatching, I just started The Crown. Oh. And, but I skipped um, The Crown part and I went right to Diana, Princess Diana's, <laughs> in the fourth season. And the young actress looks identical to Jodie Foster. Really? Well, yeah, I watched like seasons one and three, so like I went through three, and so I've been kind of like waiting and savoring until the moment to like watch The Crown because I don't know if this is like the last season or mm-hmm. the last. Mm-hmm. Season. Like, Interesting, like, I don't know. Like the last morsel, right? Yeah. Like, savor it, but it's like you know, how do you re-enter society? So learning what you know, learning about yourself, what you've learned so far in this pandemic, 
you know, and finding new priorities. It's like you're hopefully with this vaccine and everything opens back up. It's like, will there be a new Marcus that comes out? I hope so. I definitely hope so. And I don't, I don't want to go back to normalize or normal life. I want to come back to a changed life and a changed society. And uh, yeah, there is definitely a new Marcus and that is, that is who I've grown to be now. And I don't plan on stepping back ever. And, and, and I hope I'm way different six months from now or even a couple of weeks from now that I think there will always be a new Marcus. And well, you I'm know, excited. I'm sure you had a lot of projects that were in the works for the year 2020. Um, what's 2021 going to look like for you? I think 2021 is going to be um, more pushing past my limits, more pushing past my athletic limits, um, more pushing past um, my meditation limits. And I'm really going to push uh, my activism. I'm going to push everything because there's no waiting anymore. And with so much loss that we've had this year, that has been a really giant uh, revelation for me that all the things that I put down, put off charities, jewelry lines. Now I'm saying, yes, let's do this. Let's talk about this. Let's get it going because we don't know. So, you know, so you're saying no to certain things and yes to others, right? Yes. So yes. what is the yes? The yes is to myself. And what is the, the no? yes to me? The no is all of the extra stuff that doesn't serve me or and serve my new path. Do you think that before you, you know, you aligned yourself with items or things or people that maybe you know, like you were like, okay, I'll do it, you know, just to like, you know, um, to go along with it. And now you're like, you know what? No, I don't think I'm going to do that. You know? Yeah, definitely. I would, I would say yes to a lot of things that actually didn't make me feel good necessarily, even though I was doing something for someone else. It just felt, I felt like I was just giving away my energy and I knew it actually. And and sometimes I would be sitting there, I'm like, why did you say yes to this? Because now you're tired and now you're not going to do, it's going to like delay your day the next day and all of those things. And, and it, it would be even for people that I barely knew. Hmm. Someone just asked me for something like, yeah, I'll do it. I can do it. I can do it. And, you know, all of those people disappeared when I didn't have a, a running restaurant or a club. Like my messages went from like hundreds a day for different reasons being like restaurant operations are um, getting on the list to a party to dealing with party planners and stuff like that to no one. Really? Pretty much. Yeah. There's a, I have a tight circle of friends that did check up. I mean, people were dealing with their own things, but for the majority, it just went silent. Wow. And I, and I had to really think about what that was and what that meant to me. And not a negative way, be okay with it. Um, but I did take note and that's when I was like, well, then why am I giving myself so much to, you know, sort of um, not real friendships at all. It's not like I get together with them for holidays or stuff like that. 
And so that, so now my, what's come out of it is that I just want to cater to a smaller group and give yeah. my time and most of my time to like that. Those, that's, those few people. That's quality time, right? And not quality just, time. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So I'm looking at your face and I don't know if you have a filter on you or what, but <laughs> you've got like these rosy cheeks, you've got this glow and maybe it is because of this piece, right? Of like this acceptance, mm -hmm. like, Hey, this is, yeah, like, I'm not wearing any makeup or anything. It's just, really? sort of, I've been, no, nothing. But it looks really good. I'm like, yeah. You're like, what, what? it's like, do you have some sort of like beautifying filter on your face? No. It looks really good. So what do you, use? what's your beauty secret? So um, I've been using this for a very, very long time. And it's uh, the Foreo, my Foreo Luna. And it's something like, because at night when I would wear makeup and I would put on all those things, a lot of times I, it was so hard to get the makeup off or stuff like that, or just come home so late and so tired. I wouldn't do it. So then I, when I did get this Luna as a gift, um, I just use it all the time. And I just you know, put your favorite soap and it lathers and it's got the, um, the silicone bristles and it gets everything off right away. So my face is so clean now. And I do it every time I'm in the shower, in the morning, at night, if I've gone for a workout. And, and now recently they've come out with, um, the UFO too, and then the, you Is that can, the one that was in your bathtub. Uh huh. And it heats, and um, and I and I use it all the time. And not, it's not a joke. It's like there's one in uh, one shower. There's one in like you know another place. There's one in my bag, and uh, just because from an early age, I I know like always to keep your. I asked a um, a dermatologist was like, what can I really do? Because I can't see you all the time. You're very expensive. She's like, you know what? The trick is just to keep your face clean. Mm -hmm. Like if you're like throughout the whole day, even if you can get a chance to get to a bathroom and just like wipe it, you you can see all the dirt you, that carries through the air and all those things. And so I took that in and and obviously moisturized. And and so with these products, I'm just I'm just so faithful to them, you know, because they work. So when you were going out, what kind of makeup did you use? Um, I usually use this Givenchy, uh, it's like couture, uh, tent, tint, mm -hmm. uh, n nothing really heavy. And then I use, um, uh, Too Faced, um, what's the word when you, uh, darken and lighten here. Bronzer, uh, highlighter, contour. Highlight, contour, the contour kit. And coincidentally enough, I learned how to contour. So I, and this is a funny story, uh, you know, I come out, I'm doing my makeup and uh, Katy Perry's my best friend. And she's like staring at me. And she's like, girl, where'd you learn to do that? And I was all, oh, let me tell you, Kim Kardashian's got a contour lesson, YouTube, a YouTube lesson. And she was all, what? She's like, I don't even do all of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's so easy. Pop, 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 done. And so you know, I got my contour lesson from Kim Kardashian. Because <laughs> <Watching laughs> I, I watched it one day, and I was like, that, that makes sense. And You're I like, like I, can, I can do that. 
I can, yeah. So I'm sure like one thing you're not, you know, going to your restaurants. You Are you still wearing makeup when you can go out or are you just not wearing makeup? I'm not going out. <laughs> I mean, you're not going out anywhere. No, no, I don't, I'm not going out anywhere, but I do dress up at home. And so I do have a little bit of makeup here with me. And sometimes I just put it on and make a nice dinner or whatever. And I get fully dressed up. I'll like add lashes. I will put rhinestones up here. And I just give myself those moments because that's actually with me from a young child. I would sneak my mom's clothes into the bathroom wasn't allowed or her high heels and I would sneak and dress up by myself in the bathroom for hours mm. and so for me I have to have that creative outlet even if I'm alone and I still dress up I and people were like you know when when it wasn't COVID they'd be like, why are you dressed like that and I would just my response was to entertain myself like I, I I'm at home entertaining myself right before I come out and it's really what pushes me to get out and do it every night was the dress up part. Okay, and how so, are you with the Grinch filter on your phone? The what? The Grinch filter. Obsessed. <laughs> All I want to do is be the Grinch filter. And I thought, could I just do this forever? And I wouldn't even care if I was wearing makeup because I just loved his little- Literally thing. like, when you're like talking in your Instagram stories, like 90% of them, it's like with the Grinch filter and the uh -huh. lashes. Obsessed with the Grinch filter. And, and the guy who made it reached out to me and said, I'm so happy you're using my filter so much. I think I'm the only one using it so much. <laughs> he, I was like, really? And, and Where did he get this Grinch filter? This kid made it. This like young kid made it. It's like his filter. And he's like, I'm so, he goes, and here's the girl one. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> and I was like, let me know if you get like the baby one and like, or the side cousin Grinch, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so that's what's like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. But you know, like what, what, what is he doing? Is he just because he doesn't like look what, it, you know, like does he, maybe his, his mascara is running and he just has the Grinch filter. And you're like, no, I'm just playing with my hair. Yeah. <laughs> the Grinch filter. <laughs> I love it. I don't know why. It just brings me so much joy. And then Kylie comes out with that Grinch um, makeup kit. And I'm like, obviously, no one's going to get it because it just, they go like that. But I was like, oh, I'm obsessed. I don't know why I'm obsessed with the Grinch. It's like, wasn't a thing before until this holiday. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, not about Grinch. With maybe because no one's getting any presents. <laughs> So I'm giving everyone the lead up now. <laughs> well, this was so awesome. You know, it was yeah. like really nice getting to know you because it's, you know, we, I see these pictures on Instagram and then your stories and then, you know, these magazine articles, but it's like, you know, to hear like what you're going through and what you've discovered. It's like really inspiring because it's like, it's about really reflecting, you know, about, oh, what I gave myself to others and what I need to give myself now. It's really yeah, about, you know, you could just dis be distressed on what's happening in the world, but it's really awesome to see like when you're connecting with Deepak Chopra and like listening to the meditations, it's really about self-care so that when you do re-enter society, it's like a different Marcus, but it's a Marcus that you like. It's a Marcus that I like and it's a Marcus that is equipped with the tools to protect myself.
in, in an energy sort of sense, you know? Yeah. And so I'm thankful for that awareness. It's cool that like, you know, you're utilizing your platform, like knowing that you have the power to reach so many people and with these positive messages, you know, and also I see, you know, you have that resonating messages um, about like restaurants and like how employees are struggling and restaurant mm -hmm. owners are struggling, you know, um, not only dealing with COVID, but like the financial repercussions because of it, you know, and shutting down. And Definitely. We have to like remember that all of these people are affected. Our favorite restaurants, the baker you go down to get your bread, all of these people are out of jobs and you really have to check in. Of course, we get lost in our own universe and that's totally fine. But checking in and I hope that I help people do that because it's a reminder for myself as well. All the things that are posted are things, yeah. You're being Definitely. really honest about like, hey, I haven't had a paycheck. My partners and I haven't had a paycheck for seven yeah. months. Like, think about, you know, and you're saying like, um, not that you're complaining because you know that they're a smaller, you know, mom and pop. Definitely. But Definitely. you're saying like, if I don't even have a paycheck for seven months, what do you think about your little mom and pop cafes? Exactly. What do you think's happening there? So me be sure to like, of course, like you're practicing, you're preaching, um, be safe, but also let's not forget about them. You know? Definitely. So it's like a broad, I really appreciate you using your platform to um, reach out on a broad spectrum of people, not only the LGBTQIA, you know, community, mm -hmm. but also the small business owners. Definitely, you know, everyone. We're all in this together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. Well, that was my chat with Marcus. I want to thank Marcus for being with us on Naya Unfiltered. For the full video version of this interview, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and stay updated on all things Naya by following our Instagram page at Naya Beauty App. See you next time.